Sometimes it can be hard to say no to your toddler, especially when you anticipate that they aren't going to be happy about it. I am 100% a people pleaser. I want people to be happy. So that's definitely been a hard part of parenting for me. And in this episode, I invited Jess Vanderweer. She's a registered psychotherapist. You probably know her from Our Mama Village. She's the founder of Our Mama Village, and she's going to be sharing a deeper understanding of how we can appropriately set boundaries with our kids and how to handle it when your toddler gets upset or throws a tantrum because of those boundaries. If you know that you tend to be a people pleaser, this episode is definitely for you. Jess has a master's degree in counseling psychology, thousands of clinical hours supporting parents and their children, and now she uses her expertise to support parents through online courses, personalized coaching, and free resources, so you definitely need to check her out. listening to Feeding Toddlers Made Easy. If you're new, I'm your host, Casey Barnes, registered dietitian nutritionist. Feeding Toddlers Made Easy answers your questions on how to make mealtimes easier, improve nutrition, tackle picky eating, and I occasionally have special guest episodes just like this one to cover the non-food aspects of parenting that will not only help make mealtimes easier, but overall parenting too. Jess, welcome on. Casey, thanks so much for having me. I know we've talked so much off air. It's finally good to meet up and be able to chat in this way. Yes, I love it. Okay, we're going to dive right in and get to the nitty gritty stuff. This is something that I think a lot of parents struggle with because, you know, I talk to my mom friends, I talk to people on Instagram, and this is really hard. So let's first just talk about like what are boundaries? What does that mean when you're setting a boundary with your toddler? For sure. It's such an important topic and it's really good to clarify. So it's a toddler's job to explore the world around them. Anyone who has a toddler will tell you that they like to get into things they shouldn't, touch things that they shouldn't. I know I have a toddler and she likes to touch everything, get into every cupboard, try and touch the outlets, try and create big messes. So we know that this is what toddlers do. Though it's really frustrating for us as parents, it is how they make sense of the world around them. We need to understand that they don't know yet if their behavior is safe, if it's unsafe, if it's right, or if it's wrong. And they learn how to do this through us setting boundaries. So the very first thing we want to realize is that boundaries are actually important and loving to set for our kids. When you're a people pleaser and you set a boundary and your child's angry at you, it could be really hard to remember that it's actually the most loving thing that you can do for your child. That's why I wanted to just state that before we get into it (laughs) any further. Boundaries can be verbal or physical. It's important to note that there's a couple different kinds of boundaries. For example, you might say something like, I can't let you hit the cat to your child. I like that I can't let you or I won't let you really firm, clear boundaries with our toddlers. But your toddler might continue to try and hit the cat. That's when you might put in that physical boundary. I'm going to move you over here till you're safe, or I'm going to hold your hands until you can be safe and soft with the kitty. That's kind of the difference between the verbal or the physical. I usually like to start with the least intrusive boundary, which would be a verbal boundary. And then if needed, I'll come in with that physical, the removal of the toy or holding a toddler's hands or taking them to a safe spot. Okay. That's really helpful. And I actually just went through this yesterday 
<laughs> and I'm so grateful that I have those tools now, like from following you and learning from you because Amelia just had a total, um, Amelia is four, if anybody doesn't know. And she had a total meltdown at the playground and I just had to pick her up and go. And you know, they're pretty strong, but she was hitting mm-hmm. me and I had to say, I can't let you hit me. And I was able to stay calm because I've like, learned how to do this, but that's not my initial reaction. Like if somebody is hitting you, you don't Mm -hmm. like that, but I was able to do that. And then I did need to hold her arms down to keep her from hitting me, but it's definitely, I feel like a learned skill. Yes. And it takes a lot of practice. Like you said, it makes so much sense that we feel like we want to react and we're getting hit our nervous system and our body literally goes into our fight or flight response because we're being hit. It's not a normal thing for us to just, well, maybe for a lot of parents it is at this point, but you know, to go around your day and just be hit. So it makes sense. Your body wants to react. It wants to respond. So it does take time to learn how to be that calm and how to set boundaries. But when we can reframe the way we see boundaries as this is loving, this is the best thing that I can do for my child in this moment. This is how I can keep them safe and take care of them. It can make it a little bit easier. I agree that that's something that has really helped me is reminding myself that I'm doing this because I love you. I'm doing this because I'm keeping you safe. I'm keeping me safe. And so, but I do have to remind myself in the moment Mm -hmm. that I'm doing what I need to. So what would you say besides knowing that this is a good loving thing for toddlers, like what are the benefits of being able to set boundaries? Yes, there's so many benefits to setting boundaries. Boundaries are really how kids make sense of the world around them and stay safe. Through setting boundaries with kids, we're able to help them learn right from wrong. And we're also helping them learn what's safe and what's unsafe. The research shows us that children benefit from parenting that's high on warmth, which is your unconditional love, I'll always love you no matter what, that those validating feelings, all of that, that's so important. But children also benefit from parenting that's high on boundaries, and that's that control piece. Children, though they may seem like they want to be in control, I have a little toddler who definitely has a big voice and she acts like she wants to be in control all the time but it's too much responsibility for them. They really need those boundaries. And when we can set boundaries around things that are unsafe, like hitting you or getting into an outlet or trying to open a drawer and climb in, that's unsafe. We are starting to teach our children, this is safe, this is unsafe, this is right, this is wrong. And it's how they start to make connections and make sense of the world around them. Okay, that is really helpful information. Now, what are some places where parents struggle to make boundaries? Yes, I think boundaries can be really tricky, especially like you said, if you have some more of those people-pleasing tendencies, which we could go into why we have those and all of that, that could be a whole other podcast. Oh, yes. (laughs) um, Or multiple. But when parents struggle with wanting to make their kids happy all the time. Boundaries can be super tricky because often our kids are not happy about the boundaries that we're setting. It can be really hard to be consistent with them. And especially when you have those toddlers that are very good at pushing back. And I know even with my toddler, she's not even talking a lot yet, but she, like I said, has this really big voice. And sometimes it just feels easier to not set that boundary right? When she's watching, let's say it's Daniel Tiger, she's watching Daniel Tiger and I'm go there to turn it off. And she has a complete tantrum because she's so mad. 
sometimes it just feels easier and parents are tired and we all have so much on our plate to not hold a boundary. So I think that that's the trickiest part of boundaries is first off trying to set that boundary between uh, your own feelings and taking on their emotions. And second, parents are often tired, overwhelmed, exhausted, and holding a boundary and the emotions that come with that can feel like a lot. Yes. So now what happens if we find ourselves getting into this routine of maybe trying to set a boundary, but then they push back and I'm like, I'm too tired to deal with this. Mm -hmm. I'm too overwhelmed. I can't handle them being upset. And then I don't hold the boundary. Like what happens when you don't consistently set the boundaries and actually follow through on them? For sure. When possible, being consistent can really help our kids. And I think that we do all know this. So I, I say that with having a lot of grace on yourself. But if we think of behavior as learning, when we can be as consistent as possible setting those boundaries, they start to learn what what happens. I do this behavior, my parent sets this boundary, and this is the result. And so their brain can start to make those connections a lot easier. And you might see a decrease in that challenging behavior a lot more quickly. When we are inconsistent with our responses, it can become confusing to kids because they learn how to make sense of the world through what happens following their behavior. So if sometimes I turn off Daniel Tiger, they have a tantrum and then I turn it back on, but sometimes I don't, they might not know, okay, I don't know what's going to happen if I get really angry at them. So next time I might get angry, but for longer, and I'm not sure at what point my mom and dad might turn it back on. So the more inconsistencies there are, we might see more inconsistencies in behavior. We may see them push you harder for a longer amount of time and a little bit more confused about what our expectations are. So when possible, that's why we say it is important to try and stay consistent with those boundaries. I notice a big difference between my husband is much better about being Mm -hmm. really consistent with the kids than I am. I will give myself the grace to say that I am with them most of the time. So I have to do a lot more Mm -hmm. of this than he does. But I do notice that when he says, okay, we're turning off the show now and going upstairs, they do it nine times out of 10 because he, I think, because he has been so consistent with like, this is what I expect and I'm going to follow through on it. And me, sometimes I'll be like, oh, okay, I guess five more minutes. And, and that's hard for me. And yes, this is something that I like totally work on with my therapist (laughs) because there's a lot there, but (laughs) (laughs) so for someone like me who has a harder time with it, What do we do when, okay, one, maybe we feel like I'm anticipating my toddler being upset about this boundary, or maybe I don't think they're going to, but they still do. So I try to set this boundary and then they get upset. What should I do? For sure. I think it's really important to talk about that after the, after the boundary setting, what happens next? It's really important to note, just like you said, that children will likely get mad at boundaries, especially, I always say this to my clients as well, when we first start setting them. If you've never set boundaries before, if this is a new thing for you, if your children usually are the ones that are in control, your children are probably going to be quite angry when you start to set boundaries. And it's important to note, it's totally normal and okay. What I like to do is a few things. So first, I like to Imagine myself literally giving that emotion back to my toddler. 
I am also a very empathetic person. It's very easy for me to take on the emotions of people in the room around me. And when my toddler and my preschooler, I also have a four-year-old Amelia, uh, (laughs) when my toddler (laughs) and preschooler are upset with me, it can be really hard for me not to join into that and feel like I need to do something different to make them happy. So um, acknowledging their feeling, imagining literally giving it back to them is really helpful, separating your feeling and their feeling. And then what I remember, my job is to be loving to them so I can acknowledge their feeling. I can allow it. They're allowed to be angry and I'm allowed to continue to hold the boundary. So that's what I do. I try to hold the boundary. I acknowledge their feelings around it. And I remind myself of that importance of consistency. And I have found in my house as well that the more consistent I am setting the boundary at first, it's tough, but the longer I am able to be consistent with it, it does get easier. And so reminding myself as well, this will get easier. It's tough right now, but it's not forever. That is very helpful as well. Can you talk a little bit more about like, what's something that we can say to ourselves to help ourselves with knowing that it's okay for them to be mad. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that Mm -hmm. it's not ruining their relationship with us. I think sometimes parents feel like their child should not be upset with them. What do we do if we're feeling, having a hard time with that? For sure. That's a big thing. And I just want to acknowledge, I see that in a lot of my clients as well, where we're worried and there's so much more going on behind that worry than that exact moment. We're worried about the relationship that we have with our child. One thing that can be really helpful is reframing the word boundary to loving limit. I really like that reframe to call it in my own head. This is a loving limit. It reminds me that it's loving, that it's actually a good thing. And to tell myself all feelings are okay. The best thing that I can do for my child right now is allow them to experience whatever magnitude it is of the feeling that they're having. This will allow me to be able to connect with them on a deeper level, and it allows them to experience the full range of their emotions. And then I also like to remind myself, loving limits or setting boundaries makes me a good parent who cares for my child, not a bad parent who's trying to get into arguments with my child, which we can sometimes feel. So those are the things that I find and my clients find helpful. I'm not sure. Is there anything that you find helpful when you're in that moment? I think for me, it's a about reminding myself that my job is not to keep them happy all the time. Cause Mm -hmm. sometimes I start to feel like, you know, that's my job. And I have to remind myself that's not my job because I'm not going to be with them a hundred percent of the time for their whole life. And they do need to learn how to experience these emotions and handle it. And what better place than to do it with me where I know that they're safe and they can learn how to process that. And it's not that they're going to hate me forever, or we're not going to have a good relationship just because they get upset with something that I said. Exactly. I think I have a post on that, that helping our children deal with disappointment in our presence is such a gift that we can give to them. And yeah, the goal of childhood is not to be happy all the time, but when a parent can allow their child to be disappointed and help them cope with that, that's huge. And that's a skill that will take them through their whole life. Yes. I think a lot of us grew up with the parenting when we were children of like, you're fine, you're fine, everything's fine, you're okay. Mm -hmm. And so it's so different now that we're really getting the skills maybe for the first time in our life 
to not only help ourselves with that, but help our children too. Of It's okay if you're not always fine. You can feel upset about something. Yeah. And so often when we're saying that to our child and we're saying it's okay to not be fine, we're really saying it to ourselves as well. And so much of parenting is is parenting ourselves along with parenting our kids. So it can be a healing process as well to allow your children to experience all these feelings. Is there anything else before we wrap up that you feel like is important for parents to know about this or a message that you want to give to parents? For sure. I think I just want parents to know to give themselves some grace as they learn how to set boundaries. As you said, so many of us did not grow up with that. A lot of us grew up with boundaries being in the form of just go to your room, you know, kind of get away from me, this whole separation-based boundaries or spanking or other things like that. So learning how to set boundaries in this loving limit style that we talked about today can be so overwhelming at times and feel really, really different than how you were raised. And I know I talked about consistency being important, but I just want parents to know too, if you're just starting this out, give yourself some grace, know that it takes time, it takes practice, it's a skill for you as well, and it will get easier over time. If there's somebody who's like, this sounds amazing, but I need more help, what can they do? Yeah, for sure. We have a people pleaser workshop that I think would be really helpful. That's right in line with everything we talked about today. And it really dives into a lot more about you as a parent, why people are people pleasers, how this happens and how to break out of those cycles and actually find your own strong voice. And then at the end of the people pleaser workshop, we talk a lot about how we can help children find their own strong voice and how we can do this even when we set boundaries. I really find that that digs into so much that we would love to get into in this conversation, but it's hard to just fit into a a podcast. Yes. Well, I'm in. Sign me up. (laughs) I will link that in the show notes for everybody to check that out. Is that like you can access it anytime? Yes, it was uh, previously recorded, but you're able to access it anytime now. Okay. Awesome. Jess, thank you so much for helping us today. Thanks so much, Casey. It was so fun to be able to come on and get to chat with you more.